Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi there, this is Martin Popoff, scribbler of 85 heavy metal books and host of History in 5 Songs with Martin Popoff podcast. When I need to get my kiss fix, I listen to Shout It Out Loudcast with Tom and Zeus. Listen to us both on the Pantheon Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Check them out. Oh boy, here we go. Boy. Pressing the button, Star Simmons, Star, Stop shouting! He's not what you would call a handsome man. Oh no, here come the kiss time. Is that a positive thing? Okay. Alright. Gonna grab me a nice cold mellow. Why? Why do that to the fans? Stop it! Why? Because fuck them. Six one seven five two five zero eight. You do? Hey, fucko! Do you like kiss? Settle down. Hello, hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus, another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast, episode two zero six, real Kiss Alive series. Retrospective. Whoa, big words for this episode. Check out the big brain on Brad. You're a smart motherfucker. That's right. Very academic, as you say, Tom. Yeah, that's part of our new thing for 2023. We're not dumbing it down anymore. Nope. nope. Big words. You got to keep up with us, folks. That's right. You're going to come here to learn. That's right. Unfortunately for you guys, you missed the first 15 minutes where... uh, what we were talking about, I hope I edited it out because Yeah, you guys can hear that if you join the ten thousand dollar Patreon tier. <laughs> we'll play you that entire unedited version. Yes, because we won't be on the air ever again. <laughs> after we, that. Might, we, we might not be employed. <laughs> no, I don't believe we would. Oh. So anyway, Tom, last week we had a ton of fun with Jericho and PJ reviewing mm-hmm. Kiss Exposed. Yeah. And uh, before we get to the poll from last week, let's give a shout out to our buddy ABCPA Inc. and Tony Barone, the tax man. Yeah. Yeah. Tony, because we just did the winery dogs, already emailed us a photo of his ticket that he got to go see the winery dogs coming up. And we got tickets, too, to see them in Derry, New Hampshire at the end of February. That's right. Yep. 
So ABCP Inc. is an accountant firm located in Chicago that can assist you with all your accounting and tax needs. For businesses, they offer bookkeeping, financial statements, payroll processing, payroll tax returns, sales tax returns, filing federal and state income tax returns, and help with starting your own business. For individuals, they offer help with sole proprietorship, rental real estate, trust and estate tax returns, filing personal federal and state income tax returns. They have access to all 50 states. So whether you live in Mississippi or Montana, okay, uh, they can e-file on your behalf. Did you know, Kiss Army, if you own a business with employees that have had a 20% reduction of revenue than you did in 2019 due to COVID or state-mandated shutdowns, you might be entitled to additional tax credits. Follow them on Facebook and LinkedIn. Visit them on their website at abcpainc.com. That's abcpainc.com. You can email Tony at tony at abcpainc.com. That's tony at abcpainc.com. Or you can call Tony at 708 708- Four three zero three two three two again seven zero eight four three zero three two three two yeah ABCPA Inc. Yeah, it's tax season, folks. Oh boy. Yep. If you're gonna hire somebody, hire a great guy with a ton of experience, loudcaster and kiss fan extraordinaire, Tony Barone, the tax man. Maybe I'll use him too. Can you make it so that I pay zero taxes? <laughs> uh, I want a write-off of Peter, Chris, and Ace Frehley. They're the deductibles for me. You don't even know what a write-off is, but they do. And they're the ones writing it off. <laughs> All right. So uh, last week, obviously exposed. Uh, we did a poll. As much as the video was fun, I don't know. We had a hard time coming up with a poll. We did, but we always come up with a poll. So this one was, what was your favorite part of the live commentary for Exposed with PJ and Chris? The options were the skits and jokes, the band videos, the commentary with everybody, or Christine and Sonny the Monkey. Uh, Well, I was pleasantly surprised that we won the poll. The commentary won the poll with 35%. 28% was the band videos. 26% was the skits and all the silliness. And uh, poor Christine and the monkey came in at uh, 10%. But that's okay. That's okay. Um, Our buddy Egghog said, I watched this a million times back in the day. Those live videos were mind-blowing. None of my friends were into Kiss. And this felt like an inside thing with my brother. So like you said, it's crazy. So many people in different areas know and love this great episode. All right. Thank you. Robert Marr pissed myself the first time I watched this. Very, very funny and insightful at the same time. Great watch. Our buddy Tom Dust, who does our amazing intro music. Yeah, Tom. This episode is as quotable as Exposed itself. All these years, and I never noticed that Custard Pie Guy is also the dad from I Love It Loud. I must have been distracted by Christie's cannons. (laughs) (laughs) Swede in New York says, regarding Gene's receding hairline and the Tears of Falling video, I believe this is the only video where he's not wearing a wig. 
Dude, do you understand how much of kiss-tartedness we all have to have that we are literally can go through fucking videos over the years of Gene Simmons and be like, that's where the receding hairline started. That's and what we pinpoint his hairline. That's what we break down. That is what we break down here. Absolutely. Oh, buddy Jepson. I was 12 when this came out. Life changer. I didn't even need to watch along. I watched this inside my empty head. <laughs> Fun episode, guys. Yeah, Jepson. Party Man says the star in this one is the reporter. Yeah, the reporter was pretty awesome. Pretty, pretty awesome. Uh, and that's what we got on Twitter. On the book of face, let's start with backpack Brad Rusthoven. Been waiting for this commentary, and it didn't disappoint. Exposed is so awesome. Obviously, every second of it is staged, but there are definitely some genuine exchanges between Paul and Gene in there, which is great to see. After Gene's tongue spotlight at the end, Paul gives a full teeth grin and then sticks his tongue out at the camera. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Priceline. A transition to rock and roll night. So good. 
Regarding the live footage, except missing the third verse, the rendition of Detroit Rock City from Sydney is best Paul vocal melody he's ever delivered during that song. Overdubs and all. Amazing. Mm, okay. Jason Warden. Must admit, I'm not a big fan of watch-alongs. Too much going on with my ADD. But this was awesome. Could definitely tell all four of you, like me, watched Exposed a million times. Felt I was right there with y'all. Remember getting this video and it blew my mind. So revolutionary for the time, especially seeing the stuff from the vault. Yes. Dick Drip. Hands down, greatest episode of all the episodes. None are close. And the identity of Dick Drip has been revealed, but we won't do it. <laughs> Lemmy Blackmore. Amazing episode, TNZ. Always love when the goat drops by. And PJ's an outstanding guest as well. Like many loudcasters, I've seen Exposed many, many times. But it's been a few years. Great point on these releases. Uniting folks from all over the world, Zeus. I'm sorry to say that a takeaway after watching the Rise to It doc and then listening to this episode is just how joyless Paul seems to have become. The words are positive, but his look and tone seem miserable. Exposed is Pete Paul. He's a legend amongst legends. Reveling what you created and how many people you've made happy during your life. The petty renaissance grumpy Paul phase blows. Nice. Well I'm said. a pretty yeah, I'm a pretty rough guy. Yeah, Paul. <laughs> you eat meat only if it's fresh. Who the chick with the big fucking bunny teeth? Um flapjack tits. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm big cannons. <laughs> Speaking of that, Chris Hake. Was Christy Canyon ever going to shut the fuck up? Good God. <laughs> Dude, she was like the fucking pop singer from Coming to America. What I really want to do is star in my own videos, direct my own videos. People say I'm a natural. I want to be a, a rock singer and a pop, pop singer, singer and star in my own videos and produce my own d videos. Direct my own videos. <laughs> and people say I have a lot of talent. And they're on the two is sleeping. Um, yeah, Christy Canyon was going on. I don't know if she knew what the fuck she was doing. Brr. She was she was she was just getting ready for OnlyFans fuck a friend promotion, whatever the hell it was. Oh, Christy. Oh, we love you. Fucking cannons. Christy 16. <laughs> Christy Cannons. Well, there you go. Yeah, instead of Christine 16, call it Christy 60. Isn't she like 60? <laughs> 60. <laughs> She's pushing that. Uh Ryan Michael Cronin Cold <laughs> fucking Kulik Lane Simmons Tweed. Spencer Cook. This you is exactly Spencer Cook. Yeah. This is exactly what Paul wants people to forget. Yes. He can paint and make all pizza he wants. Kiss fans will never forget 80s Paul. This episode was worth the wait. Very funny. By the way, did Tom post his new tattoo or did I miss it? That is a great point. And I saw that. I, I don't think I have shared a, a picture. Maybe I will do that this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I did that. Nicolino. Just when I thought you guys couldn't get any better. Best episode ever. It all started with Christy Canyon. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Thank you. 
Yep. And over on our group page, Mike Murphy put a fucking horrendous photo oh, no. of Tom Socks Byron. <laughs> and he says, don't want to play the role of producer here, but I might suggest for a future episode, bringing this guy in as a guest for live commentary of his 1990 cinematic classic, The Search for Pink October. <laughs> He's got a picture of Tom Byron in one of those half shirts that you used to wear in the early, early 80s. Oh, God. Oh. Oh. Tom Byron. Paul Heider. We'll get to him later. Oh, yeah. Completely agree that I Stole Your Love is criminally excluded from history at this point. Probably my favorite Kiss song period just crushes right out of the gate. I know Tom will have something to say. I couldn't agree with you more. It's one of the more mind-boggling things that's going on with the band right now. Don't get it at all. And this bozo, um, Joey Hassida. Oh, God. Just found this rare picture of Joseph Kiss Sr. from Kiss Exposed, and he superimposes his head on it. You're not getting in. Give it up. You're not getting in. Never. Never. Like He wants to be part of this. He just nope. wants to get in. It took Kiss forever to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They got in. It's going to take Joey longer. Yeah. And doing the winery dogs ARC episode with Sonny, even Sonny's like, nah, don't put him in. Socks. Oh, fucking dry snitch move right there. Oh, yes. Yeah, winery uh, dogs. Over on our Instagram page, Brian Stone 7781, great episode. Uncle Kiss Senior says, LOL. Whiplash Pants says, edit her out. <laughs> Gabbly. Digook gives us a bunch of hand claps. I believe that's what those are. Okay. And over on YouTube, DBQRX says, fabulous commentary. I was cracking up. Marty White, two tits up. That intro was hilarious. I try to get my girlfriend, who has a steroid problem, is built like Lou Ferrigno, <laughs> watch Exposed. But she thought it was too corny. I told her she had no sense of humor. That didn't go over well. <laughs> we love Marty White. Mark Stewart. Dudes, I can't like your videos when I can't hear it. Three exclamation points. If you can't play the video, then don't air it. Four exclamation points. Wow. Do you want okay. to take this or should I? Uh, well, no, I, I appreciate when we have professional production assistants commenting on our episodes. No, Mark uh, is usually pretty good with his I comments. Know, I know that. But, I'm just fucking. We know Mark. He comments all the time. Seriously? Dude, go listen to the podcast. There is a block. I can't put the episode up. We did that when we played the episode when we did the live commentary on uh, Phantom of the Park. Yeah. Guess what? It got blocked. Podcasts are free. 
Go listen to the podcast episodes. So S- skip the YouTube shit. We decided to put on YouTube just the commentary. Watch the fucking movie with the commentary. We'd rather put it out than not put it out. Yeah. And again, this is the kind of mindset that fucking boggles the mind. Oh, there's too many songs in it. Guess what? Then don't fucking listen to them. Other people like some of those songs. Uh-oh. Well, be nice to be nice, oh, be because, nice to be nice to be nice to I don't like it. Don't put it out. Well, guess what? A fucking shitload of people do like it. Jesus Christ, people. Yeah, angry. Oh, just I, I don't get the logic. Anyway, that's what I got. Tom, over to you. All right, we got a couple of emails we're gonna fly through here. So we, I just want to make a little statement about emails. We get a ton of emails, and, and we say this every episode. Zeus and I read them all, and emails are everybody's like long form way of kind of communicating with us, and we love it. We love it, but we you have to understand we can't read every email on the show because they're long, and and that's and that's fine. That's that's perfectly fine. And we can't read the same people's email every yeah. week on the air. Right, right. So, so we try, we try to, pull, yeah. we try, we try to pull some out here. Um, so we, we got some great emails, of course, Mike H, Jim Riley, Alex White, always sending us some great emails here. Also got another great, nice, long email from Keith Wetzel, big listener there. We got one from John Clifford. We'll get to John again soon. And we love when we get emails that are sent to us directly from submissions on the website. We got one here from Sam Paxton, shoutoutloudcast.com. You can go right there and comment. Guys, only a couple of degenerates who love the 80s porn. And that would open their show with cameos from Peter North and Christy Canyon will appreciate what I'm about to share. And who am I kidding? What does it say about me that I know where I was drunk on cock came from (laughs) without needing you to explain the reference on the show? Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Even I forget what I know was Tracy Lords. Was that on a Tracy Lords or John Holmes greatest hits one that I'm sad to say I don't remember. So if you know, let me know because I'm trying to get that clip. So I was I can... drunk on cock. <laughs> speaking, speaking, he says. Speaking of Tracy Lords, Kiss Exposed is kind of notorious for have a cup for having a couple of '80s porn babes in the cast. Right at the time, porn was heavily under the microscope. First off, Tracy Lords got busted around July of '86. Yeah, she was underage. Then I remember Paul and Gene serving as guest VJs on MTV for Paul's birthday and plugging Kiss Exposed that night, which meant that they must have filmed Exposed sometime during spring or summer 86, easily making Kiss Exposed the film with the greatest production values these ladies ever participated in. Then he sends us a couple links. Uh, Then he goes into this incredible detailed research. Like this is like, like, like a, a college paper on the history of porn and exposed I mean, these are the kind of listeners we want he goes you're welcome for the info they just throws in one last comment here. lastly one thing that always stands out to me is just how little paul and gene know their own history in the scene where paul and gene are in the attic archives we see the ace freely doll and they say it's from 77 the doll is clearly wearing the dynasty unmasked costume yes you're right it's not unlike the rise to it video which is supposed to take place in 1975 but Gene is wearing the Dynasty Unmasked costume and Paul's wearing the Love Gun costume. I was disappointed one of you dorks didn't point that out. Actually, Gene is not wearing the Dynasty Unmasked costume in that. Uh, I don't know. He's wearing some kind of hybrid, I think, if I'm correct. Uh, but we're dorks anyways. Uh, but Sam, thank you. That is a fantastic email. Uh, and we're going to wrap up feedback with this really awesome one we got here on Twitter. And this comes from Michael Hirsch. He says, great listening, forgot how much I love this video. 
By the way, here are pictures of me with the host that you forgot to mention was also on Saved by the Bell, Mark Blankfield, who is also the interviewer of Kiss Exposed, who kind of carry the whole episode. So it's a picture of Michael and Mark, and then a picture of Mark signing a copy of Exposed. Awesome. This is the kind of stuff that we love from you guys when you actually have experiences that relate to what we're talking about. So, Michael, for those comments and those awesome pictures, you are the comment of the week. Good answer. Good answer. Like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. Appreciate that. Thank you, buddy. Very cool. Very cool. Speaking of people we appreciate, Patreon, Tom. Uh, that's our Patreon family. We have been uh, celebrating them since we started because they deserve it. They are a huge help to our show. Uh, our Patreon family is amazing. Actually, we just did this weekend our demon tear zoom call we did that on friday Whew. we always say let's go for an hour we'll do an hour or so three four hours later <laughs> we're still going talking about all sorts of fun stuff I, I i'm telling you i think with the exception of a couple who told us they wouldn't wouldn't be able to make it we had almost all of them show up for this it was insane uh, fitting us all in. Everybody got their talks and points out, insults, jokes, laughs, fucking high five. You name it, we did it. It was a ton of fun. And at the end, we did the Jersey Ninja Kiss giveaway. Uh, and we have a winner. The winner is Paul Hader. Paul is a Catman tier. Uh, Patreon member. Uh, he was, uh, he got the, uh, notification. He said he just got out of work. He was having a tough day. Saw that. And, uh, you can see the words were like popping off the, the message that we got from him. He was so excited. And, uh, he chose the love gun Jersey and that's on its way to Canada for you, the listener. So Paul Heider, congratulations. Thank you. For being a Patreon member. And thank you to all the Patreon members that help our show. If you want to become part of the Patreon family, please go to our website right on the landing page. There's a link there. It says Patreon. Click on that. You can look at the four different tiers that we have and uh, contribute to the show. It helps us a lot and it helps us grow. So if you want to be able to do that, please do so. You can find it on our website. You can find it on patreon.com or the app Patreon. You look under creators, you'll see Shout It Out Loudcast, and sign up. Uh, You get some perks from us. You might get a Jersey Ninja shirt, or you might be the person that gets the pick for the ARC album review pick, which is coming again in about 30 days. So if you want to join and and have a selection in the uh, Patreon pick for next time for ARC, come join our Patreon family and uh, have some fun with the rest of the family because uh, we we really, really enjoy our time with everyone there. So thank you, Patreon. 
Absolutely. You guys are the best. Huge congrats to Paul Hyder for winning the giveaway for Jersey Ninja. And I have that Love Gun jersey, and I can tell you it's amazing. You're going to fucking love it. Wear that thing with pride. The thing's incredible. But all the Patreon people, you guys are incredible. We thank you guys every week for all your generosity and helping to keep this show going and to help the show grow. And a special thank you and a show to all those great Demon Tier members that join us for that marathon Zoom call that went on into Saturday morning. Uh, it was incredible. Incre- it ran so late, I actually had to sign off because it was. It started at 8 p.m. Eastern time. It was about 12.30 in the morning. And we were still going I was strong. Editing in the background yep. to get our episode out. Yep. And they were all getting the behind the scenes, like me trying to get this thing ready. And it, it went all- live while we were talking. So that's was, how it, we went yeah, into it, Saturday. It was a blast. It was so much fun. And you guys, you guys made it that fun. Um, so thank you for that. And thank you to all the patrons. Again, congrats to Paul. Yeah. And the demon tier amongst one of the things that they always get is a shout out loud cast jersey. Now our new merch, which is on Amazon store. You guys should check it out. The Amazon store. Now our shout out loudcast shirt also has a fucking kick-ass awesome image on the back. So it's two sided. And thank you to our buddy, Jeff Trot, who designed that. It's fucking incredible. Yep. And the shirt is now on Amazon. So you want to get that merch, you go to our website. Or you go to Amazon, you show, you search for Shout Out Loudcast. I know the podcast part might come up, but if you go into T-shirts and stuff, go to our website. If you click on merch or if you click on the Amazon store, you'll find it. And uh, I think you're really going to like our merch there. And we really appreciate it because uh, it does help the show. So thank you on that uh, part for everybody out there. Next, we go into Kiss World and find out if there's anything going on there. Again, another quiet week for Kiss. Uh, They were added to another festival. They seem to be festival darlings here. Uh, And this festival looks incredible. It's called the Sonic Temple Festival. Interesting. It's uh, named after a cult album. Sonic Temple Festival taking place in Columbus, Ohio, May 25th through the 28th. It's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday festival. I'm going to be honest with you. Kiss kind of sticks out like a sore thumb. Like So for Thursday, the headliners are Tool and Godsmack. Friday, the headliners are Avenged Sevenfold and Queens of the Stone Age. Sunday, the headliners are Foo Fighters and Deftones. Then Saturday, you got Rob Zombie and Kiss. So, look, Kiss just does not fit. Some of those other bands, there's a couple other bands that I'm big fans of, some kind of like newer rock metal band. looks like an absolutely mind-blowing festival. But Kiss just, they just don't fit. And I can already hear it now. We just played a festival in Columbus, Ohio to 125,000 people. Uh, No, you didn't. You stood in front of people who were waiting for the Foo Fighters. But anyways, that's that's just me being a pain in the ass when it comes to Kiss. Yeah, I I mean, God bless them for being asked to go on these festivals. I I, I look at that Saturday lineup and people are going to be like, wait, Kiss? Those guys are still around? Um, But good luck for them. And then we got some kind of weird in weird shit on Twitter that uh, people love to tag us in. And, and we ask you guys to do this. And, it, and it, it's pretty freaking hilarious when it happens. Ace Frehley is apparently now renting out his house in Connecticut from the 80s on Airbnb. 
I don't know what the fuck is going on here. I I I, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. We had a couple people tagging us. So the story is here. It's on Blabbermouth. Ace Frehley's former residence in Wilton, Connecticut is available to rent on Airbnb. Then it talks about the history of the house and blah, 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 blah. The listing for the rental states, welcome to the former residence of Ace Frehley. <laughs> Cross through iron gates over a stone bridge and up a circular driveway with garden, pond, and waterfall, and arrive at this 6,400-square-foot, four-bedroom home. Situated across from a 70-acre private farm with accessible hiking trails, makes this a perfect escape. Akin to something out of a magazine, this breathtaking home offers wide-open spaces, lots of glass and light. Come record in the restored studio, if you like. Now, this is funny, but this is also the kind of thing that Ace would shit all over Paul and Gene if they ever did it. Yeah, but I don't know if they're saying that Ace still owns it. He doesn't live there. I think he sold it, and somebody that has it is putting it up, and they're saying, oh, Ace lived there, so they get a little bit more money, right? I don't think Ace still owns it. No, you know what? You are right. Yeah, you're right. So why is this even a story? This is so dumb. Because because Kiss is like, oh, Ace fucking fell in the pool here. Dude, he sold it over, oh, he sold this almost 40 years ago. Oh, see, and even it, worse, and it's even worse, and it's, it's and, it, and it's being advertised as guys. That's the rock wall. I tripped and broke my tooth. <laughs> Come and stay over here. We should do a Patreon move, Tom, and have like the top four Patreon people. We all get to live there, like the surreal life, with us for a weekend. We'll record an episode. We'll live stream the whole thing. Yeah. Hey, oh. guys, want to hook me up there? I just fell down. I fucking broke my hip bone. I can't walk. Can't you picture it right now? We go in. We, we we meet with the Airbnb agent or whatever. They give us the keys. We walk in. What are you guys doing here? I'm trying to take a nap. Uh, Ace, you sold this house like 40 years ago. It's now a vacation rental property. Says who? I'm about to go in those hiking trails that this listing just referenced. I've been passed out on this couch for the past two weekends. Next on Uncle Ace. Ace wakes up disoriented on the couch of his former home. Hey, I thought I still lived here. 6,400 square feet. That's pretty fucking big. How much is it going for, does it say? I can't find a... I'll give you 40 bucks an acre. So the listing here on Airbnb, it says live like a rock star, 3,700 bucks for the week. Okay. But then you have to pay the 250 cleaning fee. That's a discount. It used to cost double when I lived there. I'm telling you, let's get a bunch of loud casters and all of us crash there. So, okay. So the total before taxes for one week is 4,500 bucks. Yeah, let's do it. Who's in? I'll fucking meet you there. I thought I still own that place. I don't remember selling that. Forty five hundred bucks to go into a place you'd be like, "This is where I recorded rock soldiers." (laughs) This is where I came up on the riff of Genghis Khan. (laughs) You love that one, right? (laughs) See that rock wall over there? I remember I had to climb that a couple times when I lost my keys coming back from some of those late night shows with Eddie and the filet of fish. 
You see that puke stain on the corner of the foyer? That's where I sat down and I wrote the song Pursuit of Rock and Roll. And I decided to rhyme Chuck Berry with Elvis Presley. If you guys haven't heard that song, holy shit, it's fucking like Little Richard. Oh, God. And Chuck Berry. It's it's that is so bad. It's like a parody. <laughs> it's fucking horrendous. Oh God! Almighty. My solo career is going fantastic. I write some great hits. Uh, but oh. also, Tom. Uh, so we talked, I think, a little bit last week about Doc talking about the last few shows coming up. Yeah, and then Paul seemed like he was like backtracking what Gene had said and like. And was kind of throwing him on the bus. Gene has no idea when to laugh. Uh, he he always does that. He always undermakes Gene. Gene. Yeah, it makes Gene. And I want Gene to do like that episode we do. And he goes, hey, I don't take, I don't buy that shit. Stop that. Stop yeah. that. Go on. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't go that way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Were you hurt by, well, I was initially hurt by his words. Stop doing that to me. <laughs> They were throwing things at you. Yes, because in the in the Hot in the Shade album tour, I wore these tight little shorts on the job, and they would fire Bixton bottles of beer at me. Oh man! Oh, do we have a topic this week or no? Yeah. We're just gonna oh, just... and uh, rest in peace, the great Jeff Beck. Oh God, yes, Jeff passed away. Saw on the news, it broke right before we went on the air. And before we went on, I said, Tom, go read. I guarantee you, Paul, put something up. Yeah, I mean, that uh, horrendous tragedy, because the information that's out there now is that it was sudden. Um, he he so he contracted bacterial meningitis oh, that's um, and, and, and just passed away yesterday. Uh, just terrible, terrible. Uh, and of course, one of the easiest things to gamble on is whether or not Paul is going to inject himself into he any kind of breaking. to be. In yeah. that like Huffington Post Twitter <laughs> in memoriam commenters I on anybody you. passing away famous. I told he you, I to think I there. think Paul roots for famous people to die. He's like the lady that goes to everyone's funeral. Yeah. For the fucking free meal and shit. Yeah. Oh, I gotta get my comment in. What's what does Paul Stanley of Kiss say about this? Jeez. Oh, yeah. Wow, what awful news. Jeff Beck, one of the all-time guitar masters, has died. From the Yardbirds and the Jeff Beck group on, he blazed a trail impossible to follow. Play on now and forever. Okay, wicked Paulia. (laughs) This is when people turn on the show and be like, dude, I just listened to this new podcast. It's a Kiss podcast. They get like 200-something episodes. All they did is shit on Paul Stanley. These guys are assholes. Jesus Christ. They're making fun of Ace and his house. And now they're just mocking Paul for sending condolences to Jeff Beck's family. Speaking of that, I got to get this out, too, before it's too late. Um, Tom, what I like to do to Tom is show him screenshots of the shit that we get from the Gene Simmons bumper that he gave us. So it's on Instagram. It's got like over 20,000 uh, like follows and likes and whatever. 
listen to all these comments this week I've got so far. Okay. I like the mask. Ugly people should continue to wear them. Wear them is spelled W-A-R-E, Tom. Oh, my God. Um, This other guy, he's standing in front of a urologist's office. You getting a prostate exam there, Gene? Or is it not working anymore? Another one, take the ridiculous mask off. Another one, he's a right-wing wingnut. Another one, has been. Another one, Gene the Libby-tard. Unbelievable. Everybody's political one way or the other. Can you believe this shit? But but I love it. They just look at it and just like they all they see is a mask. They're like, there's a little bit more to the video, you assholes. Yeah, like Gene is just saying something kind for us. Yeah. And everyone's like, fucking take off the mask. He's got a mask. It's so polarizing one way or the other. And I love in the same thing, the same day, he's called like a right-wing nut job and a Libby. In a a Libby. Oh, God. I know. (laughs) Can't win. Meanwhile, fucking Paul right in this shit. Seriously, they're all annoying. <laughs> anyway, Tom, um, before we move on, I'm going to help Ace because he said, I forgot my old Matchbox car collection set in the back bedroom. I'm going to see if it's still there. All right, we're back. Uh, Ace also remembered. Uh, I forgot my magnet hide a key. It's located in that back uh, fence gate there. Can you help me find it? I don't want any strangers breaking into my 64 million square foot home. All righty there, Ace. Poor Ace. Tom, we do a lot of different episodes. Sometimes we have some series. One yes. of the series, which was episode two, it began for us. Was the real Kiss Alive series. Yeah. We did six of them. So we start with Real Kiss Alive 3 and we go all the way up to Real Kiss Alive 8. What is the series? The series is basically, we said, you know, they did Kiss Alive after the first three albums, Kiss Alive 2 after the next three albums. What if they followed that trend? Yep. So the Real Kiss Alive 3, which was episode two for us, we came up with a live album. Based upon the new tracks from Kiss Alive 2, the solo albums, and Dynasty. Mm-hmm. Episode 16, Kiss Alive 4, we did. The real Kiss Alive 4. Unmasked, music from The Elder, and the four tracks from Killers. Mm-hmm. Episode 32, Kiss Alive 5, Creatures of the Night, Lick It Up, Animalize. Episode 76, Kiss Alive 6. Asylum, Crazy Nights, and the two, well, technically three with Beth and Eric Carr from uh, Smashes, Thrashes, and Hits. Episode 93, Kiss Alive 7, Hot in the Shade, Revenge, and Carnival Souls. And the greatest of all time, uh, episode 109, Kiss Alive 8, (laughs) Psycho Circus, Sonic Boom, and Monster Live Album. Oof, yikes. Now, we did 15 songs each from those albums. These, I mean, I love doing them. Even all the way to the end, I love doing it, picking them. And then we would come up with why something would be great, why something would be the opener, why something would be the closer. And so you couldn't do an album and then say, well, this comes after Rock All Night and Black Dot. No, 
There is no rock and roll all night doing backgammon. So I know we had a ton of fun doing these and we wanted to get back and have like a retrospective on this, right? And go through them all and figure out if we could rank our own albums. Yeah, we've talked about this for a while about, you know, we've been, we're, we're over 200 episodes into the show and there's a couple of series that we've done, whether it's the real Kiss Alive or the fact that we've wrapped up all the solo albums and just kind of go back and do like a retrospective, like a redux review of, of what we've done. And now that these are all done and we have people talk about these a lot and kind of comment on them, whether it's, you know, through YouTube or the website. And by the way, you can find all of these imagination set lists on our website because uh, we have those spoiler little links there. Yes. So they're, they're all there for everybody to see. Um, and it was a ton of fun. I mean, some of them were a little bit more fun than others. Some of them were a little bit more of a struggle than others. Uh, but we had a blast doing it. And it, it, it all stemmed from, you know, like Zeus mentioned, what if the band continued doing solo albums all the time? You know, and, and it also came from the fact that they went so many years between Kiss Alive 2 and Kiss Alive 3 and never had anything with Eric Carr. So it, it it was just a great way to kind of break down the discography, the songs, and do what we love to do, which is talk Kiss, even though if you heard our previous news segment, you might not think that. But of course, we love Kiss, and this is like one of the ultimate ways to talk about that. And this is one of our favorite things to do, and that's have a good Kiss music discussion. Yep. And the problem that I find in all this stuff is really, we might be looking at like, oh, I'd rather have the Psycho Circus and Monster because they're all fucking at least different songs. Yeah. Because you can't do this with Kiss now because it's the same 25 songs they've been doing for the last since 2012. Yep. And there's not a big variety in their set list. So any one of these is to me awesome because I would rather hear this stuff than because you never hear it. You're always. Here comes Love Gun. Oh, this is the part where they do shout it out loud. Yep, they're doing Deuce. Yep, they're going to, hey, here comes fucking Black Diamond. Oh, yeah, this is where they do the Encore Beth. Here comes Rock and Roll Night. Like, it's just tiring. This is fun. And when we did this, too, we also, we didn't just pick a random, we, we made a set list. Yeah. You know, an, an opener, we picked the song where Gene will spit blood or or where he'll do the fire or, you know, drum solo. So it's a, it's an actual set list. There's closers, there's encores, there's openers and spreading the set list out amongst the different members who were in the band at the time. So it's it's stuff that we wish we could ha- we could have. I mean, the closest thing to anything even remotely approaching this is there are bootlegs out there. I have two different ones called Kiss Alive 85 and Kiss Alive 86. And their set lists from those tours, they're obviously not the set list that we created for that era, but it's just cool to see like, oh, wow, they played like Under the Gun on a tour one year, or they played Bang Bang You on a tour one year, or they played, you know, whatever, some random song that you're probably never going to hear on a tour. So again, it's it's a way to just break down Kiss down to its real nuts and bolts and talk about the songs and, and being creative as a Kiss nerd. Yeah, and, and, and Tom is right. You'd have to pick what's the opener, what's the blood. Where's the solo, this and that? Because you're like, okay, oh shit, I'm into track eight. Gene hasn't done his blood thing. I guess he's doing it in, in easy as it seems. Gene drips blood. Imagine. <laughs> you got it. This is Kiss. It's very different. Yep. So with that, Tom, we have six albums each. Yep. My thinking is, why don't we go through them and rank them? Okay. Which, if you could buy this bootleg, 
which one would you want? So, and you're going to pick from your six albums that you make created, and I'm going to pick from mine. So, obviously, we haven't given out the track listings yet. Again, you can see them on our website, but of course, the episode you want to hear this. So, I think as we pick them and rank them, we'll, we'll kind of blow through the set list and, and see what we got here. So, for me, number six. First, yeah, at first glance, it's pretty easy what the what the what the least favorite is going to be. And it's the one that includes Psycho Circus, Sonic Boom, and Monster, which would be Real Kiss Alive 8. Now, is this a terrible set list? I'm not gonna say it's terrible because it's it's KISS. But I don't know if I'd go out of my way for this. And my set list for that one was this is in order of the opener. Psycho Circus, Hell or Hallelujah. Back to the Stone Age. Yes, I know nobody's perfect. <laughs> Long way down. Within, with Gene doing the fire and blood. Say yeah. Take me down below. Into the void where Ace does his solo. Danger us. Shout mercy. Raise your glasses. The encore with modern day Delilah. Journey of a thousand years. And closing with I pledge allegiance <laughs> to the state of <laughs> rock and roll. How is that not the fucking set list? <laughs> Tom, remember that three week period? I think you put that. Dude, song it was in. there was a stretch of episodes, and everyone's like, "Are you just trying to shoehorn that song into every episode?" <laughs> I love it. I love that you have Journey of a Thousand Years in here, and you fucking hate that song, dude. I hate half that set list. I had no choice. <laughs> All right, so Tom. I'm going to pick for my number six. You guessed it. Kiss Alive 8. Psycho Circus, Sonic Boom, and Monster. Okay. So I fucking hate this song. (laughs) They play it. So I had to open with Psycho Circus. Then they go right into modern day Delilah. And I have Paul doing, how you doing, people? Oh, God, no. And then, din, 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 din. I like it. Dun, 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 dun. Back to the Stone Age, and then everybody's favorite song to fucking curb stomp. Stand at number four. Uh, when the lightning strikes, all for the glory. Eric drum solo. My God, it's so bad. Would you imagine if you went and saw all for the glory played live, and they did a drum solo in the middle? I'd be convicted of arson because I would burn the building down. Oh, God. Take me down below. Of course, that's going to be in there. Uh, Into the Void. I swear I do my solo. Um, Freak, which Tom hates. Love that song. Uh, Within, Gene does his blood and fire. Hell or Hallelujah. Raise your glasses. I finally found my way. Encore. Peter sings at the end of the edge of the stage. 14 is Say Yeah, and 15, you wanted the best. The original four would sing. Okay. Can we address the elephant in the room? Because our buddy Jericho, if he's listening right now, how the fuck are you going to have Tommy doing Freak, and then all four members are singing, and Peter's (laughs) at the edge of the stage? You want to address this, how this is working? Because I'm doing this like Rainbow did Final Vinyl. I have four different singers, three different singers at that time at different stages. They're all get a part. It's going to be put on this album. Who gives a fuck, dude? Exactly. This is but, imaginary. Dude, <laughs> do you have any idea who our audience is? <laughs> yeah. You realize we have to address this right now. 
Yeah, because Kiss is gonna play Raise Your Glasses in the next set list. All right. So oh. yeah, so that's my number six. Now we're getting into number five. This is when it gets tricky because that was easily the fucking redheaded stepchild of this of these uh six live albums. Yeah, I'm with you. That was a layup, and I'm not it, looking at all these other lists. This is absolutely positively not easy. Um, and it it, it, it to me. It comes down to kind of like what mood are you in? Mm-hmm. Like, do you want to hear animalized crazy night stuff? Do you want to hear revenge carnival of soul stuff? Do you want to hear dynasty? So ah, I don't know what I'm struggling right now badly with this. <sighs> I'm badly in need of a manicure. Okay. So this is this is tough because I like this album. I don't know if I love it, but I like this. But my number five is going to be Real Kiss Alive 6. And this is the one that includes Asylum, Crazy Nights, and Smashes, Thrashes, and Hits. Okay? And my set list is opening with Crazy Nights into uh, All Night, Secretly Cruel, No, 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 Bang, Bang, You, King of the Mountain, Good Girl Gone Bad, My Way, you make me rock hard any way you slice it. Who wants to be lonely? Let's put the X in sex. Tears are fallen. Reason to live. Turn on the night. Now, I love that set list. I absolutely love it. But when you're measuring against all the other ones, that's where it is for me. Number five. There's like four songs on that set list I do not like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My, so way is one, my way is one of them. Oh, no, I guarantee you my way is one of them. <laughs> All right. So that's your number five for me. Yep. It's difficult. That this We made these out to be pretty good friggin' set lists. All right. Believe it or not, Uh-oh. mine is going to be Real Kiss Alive 7. Ah, okay. Okay. And Real Kiss Alive 7 is Hot in the Shade, which I love. Revenge, which I love. Carnival, I'm not saying much because we haven't done it yet. Okay. And and I'll explain to you why after I do the um the song list. So they open with Rise to It, then right into Master and Slave, which then Paul does, How you doing, people? Then right into Hate, Heart of Chrome. Little Caesar, Eric Carr singing drum solo. Domino, Gene does fire. Every time I look at you, unholy, Gene rising or whatever, blood I put. Um, then they go into I Walk Alone with a live two intro of turning the microphone over to Bruce Kulick, I Walk Alone. Mm, okay. Take it off, of course, so the strippers come out. Yep. You love me to hate you. I just wanna. Forever is the encore. Hide your heart. God gave rock and roll to you. Okay. You want to have a guess as to why this is the next one? <sighs> because of God gave rock and roll to you? Well, that's one of the reasons. But the reason is because if we've heard a lot of these songs live. Yeah, that's a good point, too. Right. Yep. Yep. So I, I Heart of Chrome was a single. Um, Domino, they've played live. Every time I look at you, unplugged, uh, Alive Three, Unholy, Domino, T 
take it off. I have that version with it. I just wanna uh forever I've heard live hide your heart too many times. God gave rock and roll too many times. So how many obscure songs do I really have in here? You love me to hate you. I walk alone. Now I think for the novelty of it, I don't mind that song. I, I kind of like it. It ain't going higher than other songs. Right. Right. So, right. and master and slave is, I put it in there. I'm not a big fan of it. So it's got a few songs that I do like that I want to hear, but I'm not, I've heard them before, so I'm not going crazy. So that's why that's my number uh, five for me. Okay. All right. This continues to get extremely difficult for me because right now I, I this is a coin flip for me, what my number four is going to be. And again, it, it, it's all going to come down to like, I feel like listen to this era of the band or I feel like listen to that era of the band. My number four is actually going to be Kiss Alive 4. Ooh. It, I'll, I'll get to explaining to all where, you know, obviously the rankings in, but this one includes unmasked, which I love the elder, which is, I don't love. And the original tracks from killers. Yeah. This is a difficult one for me. So my set list opens up with the oath naked city. Talk to me. Is that you? I'm a legend tonight. Shandy. Mr. Blackwell, Gene does his blood. Easy as it seems, Dark Light Ace does his solo. World Without Heroes, Tomorrow, Down on Your Knees, Two Sides of the Coin, Fake Ending Encore, Nowhere to Run, and then they close out with I. Now, I love that, but the next one just has is a little bit stronger in the rankings for me, but it, it's tough. Again, we say this all the time. We're talking about Kiss here, so... There's nothing bad here. Yeah, I, I'm in, I understand. And I'm kind of in agreement here with you, Tom. You get to a point where you're like, which song would be like crazier to hear? Yeah. And which one do I already know? And which one would sound different? Yep. And which one am I clamoring for? So, yeah. All right. So for me, my number four would now go down to, and I feel like I'm doing these chronologically now that I'm looking at this. Number four is Kiss Alive 6. Okay. Uh, similar to your Kiss Alive 6, that is it, it's made up of uh, Asylum, creature, uh, Crazy Nights, and Smashes, Thrashes, and Hits. Yep. So I start off with King of the Mountain, Hell or High Water. Paul goes into You Make Me Rock Hard. Who Wants to Be Lonely? Good girl gone bad. I put Gene thing. So I don't know what he's doing, but <laughs> up all night. Reason to live. No, no, no. Bruce solo. Secretly cruel. Let's put the X in sex. Thief in the night. Crazy nights. Eric Carr does Beth. Tears are falling. End with turn on the night. Now it's a, it's a great set list. I mean, it, 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 I mean, they all are, but you got to rank them. I still have things like King of the Mountain and Crazy Nights. I don't want to hear Eric Carr singing Beth. I really don't want to hear. I'm, with I'm you. already kind of tired out of Tears of Falling. I'll be honest yep. with you. Yep. But I've never heard uh, all night except for the cruise. That's not that bad. But I'm thinking what stands out for me, what I'd love to hear are the two Gene tracks. Good Girl Gone Bad, Hell or High Water. Yep. Actually, three ones. No, no, no. And then his secretly cruel thief in the night. And then the two songs from Paul. I really want to hear from this era. Turn on the night 
and let's put the X in sex. Fantastic songs for me. So I would pick this as number four for me. Okay. All right. So things are starting to take shape for me here. So I kind of have the my remaining three are kind of lining up easily here. So my number three is going to be the real Kiss Alive five which consists of Creatures of the Night, Lick It Up, and Animalize. Now, I'm on record as saying Creatures of the Night, a little overrated, but the thing that's carrying this set list for me is pretty much the tracks of Lick It Up and then some of the deeper cuts off of Animalize. Uh, Of course, I don't hate Creatures of the Night, the album, but my set list opens up with Creatures of the Night. Then you got Get All You Can Take, Not for the Innocent, Burn Bitch Burn, A Million to One, All Hell's Breaking Loose, Thrills in the Night, Saint and Sinner, Young and Wasted, I Still Love You, Fits Like a Glove, War Machine. Then you kind of wrap up the end of the show there, the encore with Lick It Up, I Love It Loud, and Heaven's on Fire. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I love those. Those are songs that you're really not going to hear except for War Machine, I Love It Loud, Lick It Up, Heaven's on Fire, fine. But those other things, I mean, I did hear Fits Like a Glove on the Hot in the Shade Tour, but I, you know, never heard Young and Wasted. All hells break loose, million to one, not for the innocent. I mean, mm-hmm. I even like Burn Bitch Burn, I love. It's a funny song, but I love it. Saint and Sinner is one of the standout tracks for me off of Creatures. So it's a great fucking set list. But yeah, it's uh, number three for me. Okay. So number three for me, Tom, I'm going to stay right where you are. And again, I'm going in order almost like, but backwards. Yeah. Uh, number five, I'm taking Real Kiss Alive Five. Okay. So I open as well with Creatures of the Night. Then into I've Had Enough, Into the Fire, Under the Gun, Paul saying, how you doing, Boston? <laughs> uh, not for the Innocent, I Still Love You, All Hell's Breaking Loose, Fits Like a Glove, Exciter, Vinnie Vincent guitar solo, Yep, Thrills in the Night, War Machine, Gene whatever, Danger, Eric Carr drum solo, A Million to One, Lick it up, end of the show. Encore, heaven's on fire. I love it loud. So here's the problem I have with this. Uh, Creatures of the night. I still love you. War machine. Lick it up, heaven's on fire. I love it loud. All played a lot live. Yeah. So nothing new there. I've heard versions of all these songs, especially when you get into lick it up and I love it loud. I still love you and stuff. I, I, I get we we look at the unplugged version of it and you're like, wow, what a great job. But I don't want to fucking hear that every single time. Yeah. It doesn't move me because it's a great song. It moves me because Paul does a great job singing this song, but it's not that very good of a song. Mm-hmm. The thing, the reason why I picked this higher than everything else is because I still love War Machine Live and Lick It Up Live. Not yeah. a big fan of Heavens on Fire or I Love It Loud Live. But in addition to that, I would get all hell's breaking loose and danger mm-hmm. and I've had enough. Yep. So under the gun, I believe is on animalize uncensored. So yes. is fits like a glove. Yep. You know, uh, there's other songs out there too. Thrills of the night was a video and everything. So there's a lot of familiarity with this album, but the tracks to hear a million to one live and all hell's breaking loose and danger. Those three songs, holy shit, throwing not for the innocent. Yep. And also, this is Vinnie Vincent version kiss. Right. With Eric Carr. How unique is that? Mm-hmm. 
the, so, this set this set list this would be fucking killer. This is what I think a lot of people are clamoring for with the next off the soundboard. You hear a lot of people clamoring for something from this era or Hot in the Shade Revenge era. Uh which by the way, Kiss on their official social media was asking people what's the next one that they want to hear because it should be coming out sooner than later. Um I mean, I know the rumors were that it was going to be an unplugged show from the Kiss Cruise. Which would be okay. That's fine, but that's and I'm not really sure how many people want that. But anyways, I think a lot of people want something from that licking up era. Yeah. So Tom, we're up to number two. Yep. So this is this this will nicely fall into place for me. Uh, so my number two is going to be Kiss Alive Seven, and this is Hot in the Shade Revenge and Carnival of Souls. Uh, love every one of these albums. We haven't done Carnival of Souls yet in a review, so eventually you'll hear what I think about that, but. Um, this would just be fucking beyond, beyond spectacular here. Yeah, when they did Kiss Alive 3, I kind of wish they mixed in a little bit more things and kind of took a page out of the notebook that they did on Alive 2 by not playing anything from the previous Alive, but I get it. A lot of time had passed. So so my Kiss Alive 7 here opens up with Unholy, Rise to It, I Just Wanna, Betrayed, Jungle, Master and Slave, Thou Shalt Not, Silver Spoon, Hate, and this is where Gene does his fire and or blood. You love me to hate you. Take it off. God gave rock and roll to you. Then you then that's the encore. They come back out and they do domino forever and then close out with hide your heart. I mean, to me right there, oof, that would just be ah, my my favorite era of the band besides the, uh, the, the original four. That would just be incredible. Yeah, and it's too bad because they had a chance where people's expectations of what they were going to put in their set list weren't that like specific, and they could have put in some of these songs yeah. during that era, and they didn't really. But imagine hearing Thou Shall Not in its prime. Yep. And when I say my favorite era of the band, I'm referring to the Revenge era because I know this includes some Hot in the Shade songs yeah. with yeah. with obviously Eric Carr, but that Revenge era of the band my favorite era other than the original. All right, Tom. So for me, I'm going to continue in my backwards trend. It's, I swear I didn't do this on purpose. No, I know you didn't. Yeah, it's um, funny. Real Kiss Alive 4. And Real Kiss Alive 4 is unmasked music from the elder in the killers. And the reason why I picked this, you'll see soon enough, but my number one, they're going to open up with do, 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 do. <laughs> and they go right into the oath though yeah right after fanfare yep down on your knees is number two then ace frail he's gonna sing a couple tunes thanks paul uh talk to me naked city is that you only you and then the borat favorite i found <laughs> out I found out what makes the world go round. And then Torpedo Girl. Yeah. Mr. Blackwell, Gene's Blood. Darklight, a solo. Then, ah, the song that I don't shut up about, and that's You're All That I Want. Then, I'm a Legend Tonight drum solo. Oof. Two Sides of the Coin, fake ending. Then, this is where it gets good. And we have the same... I think uh, last three songs. Yeah. The second to last song, Nowhere to Run, and then I. Yeah, imagine that. So 
I think ending a concert with I, that empowerment, the fucking their uh, their motto and their like uh, giving the the fans some some words of wisdom. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Yep. I would be fantastic. Nowhere to run the buildup. And the crowd is quiet and calling, we want Kiss. Yep. And then you hear din, 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 that acoustic guitar coming out. Din, 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 din. Oh, my God. And the lights on. And people would go fucking nuts. Yep. Yeah. Indeed. So Indeed. I and Nowhere to Run for me specifically stand out. Obviously, you guys all know and wonder why. But I do love You're All That I Want. The fact that those three would be there. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I mean, I'm cool hearing the oath opening up with that would be sick. Them doing Mr. Blackwell. Crazy shit like that. Yep. That'd be great. And Gene doing Naked City would be a lot of fun. Yep. It would be so, incredible. Yeah. And I, I I have a couple of uh, like unmasked era uh, bootlegs, but obviously they don't include you know a lot of this stuff on it or mostly any of it. But um. Yeah, that's another off the soundboard. People talk about the unmasked era. Palladium. Which would be pretty, yeah, exactly. Yep. Agreed. I'm incredible. All right. So we both got the same number one. No big surprise. And that is the real Kiss Alive 3 that incorporates the studio tracks off of Alive 2, the solo albums, and Dynasty. Oh, what an era. Oh, my goodness. And I have some bootlegs from this era as well, too. And they do play some of this stuff, but mostly... It's a couple things sprinkled in amongst love guns and cold gins and Detroit rock cities. Uh, but my, mine opens up with those effects and then radioactive is the opener. Rip it out. Tossing and turning no. tonight. You belong to me larger than life. Sure. No something charisma, New York groove, even though I hate it. Wouldn't you like to know me living in sin where Gene does his blood. Dirty living, it's all right. The set ends, quote unquote, with Rocket Ride. Then the encore comes out with All American Man, and they close out with I Was Made for Loving You. My head would split in half if this ever became a reality. <laughs> Anything like this. Now, some of the bootlegs that I that I have, and some of the videos that we've seen, uh, Kissology had some footage on this with the Dynasty tour. Uh, obviously, they did incorporate stuff on the solo albums. And Gene always played Radioactive. Ace always played New York Groove. Peter did play Tossin' and Turnin'. And Paul, for some reason, always played Move On, which was not one of my favorites from that. So they did incorporate solo album stuff. Um, but other than that, it was pretty much I Was Made for Loving You, uh, maybe Short sure No Something, and not really much else. Um, but this era of the band, I fucking love. And this would be killer. If they did an off the soundboard or something like this, even though we're never going to see this exact dream set list. But yeah, love this era. Nice. So I also took Real Kiss Alive 3. Reason being number one, you have all the songs from the solo. So many to pick from. And most of them don't ever get played. So there'd be something new there for a bunch of songs that we all love. So I would start off with the fractured mirror going off and the crowd would go nuts. And then, boom, right into Rip It Out. Then, Wouldn't You Like to Know Me? Paul's It's All Right. Paul does the intro, How You Doing, People, right into Dirty Living. Gene goes into X-Ray Eyes. Tonight You Belong to Me, 
speeding back to my baby, hooked on rock and roll, gene radioactive in blood, rocket ride, sure know something, and end with New York Groove. Then the encore starts with I Was Made for Loving You, 2000 Man, and Goodbye. So right away, I'm counting two songs from Peter. Yep. I'm counting one, two, three, four, five songs from Ace. Mm-hmm. All right. Five songs from Ace. Imagine that. Paul would have one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. And uh, Gene is only with uh, one, two, who? <laughs> Who? Who Poor songs G- in the set list? Poor Gene, how dare you? Radioactive and X-ray eyes. Holy shit. One so, of the things I one of the things I noticed about your, your set list, mm-hmm. you didn't have larger than life all or all American man. No, because I'm not a big fan of those. Really? Well, okay. Okay. I'll reserve my opinion. I have a little bit more thoughts on that. I didn't want to put them in here anyways. Honestly, because they're compared to all these other great songs. Okay. So what we did at the time when we first did this, because remember, this was episode two. We also said to ourselves, and we said this out loud, look, never mind these set lists. If we could take four songs to be played live from each of the solo albums, what would they be? So, Tom, what were your four from each member? Yeah, so uh, for Ace, it would be Rip It Out, Speeding Back to My Baby, What's on Your Mind, and Fractured Mirror. For Gene, it would be Radioactive, See You Tonight, Live It in Sin, and Mr. Make Believe. For Paul, it would be Tonight You Belong to Me, Wouldn't You Like to Know Me, It's All Right in Love and Chains. And for Peter, it would be You Matter to Me, Tossing and Turning, Hooked on Rock and Roll, and I'm Gonna Love You. For me, I had Ace, Rip It Out, Speeding Back to My Baby, What's on Your Mind, New York Groove. Gene, Radioactive. Living in sin. Tom's favorite. Always near Oof. you. Nowhere. Yikes. Man of a thousand faces. Man. You are man of a thousand faces. You time machine. Uh, Paul, I had. Um, tonight you belong to me. Wouldn't you like to know me? It's all right. And goodbye. I think the ultimate ending track. And then for Peter, I had. Uh, you matter to me. That's the kind of sugar Papa likes. Hooked on rock and roll, and I can't stop the rain. Nice, nice. So, yeah, that's my number one. That's your number one. It. I think it's obvious. The the, the variety of the solo albums, the solo albums which we love. Uh, Tom and I, huge fans of that of those four solo albums, which we've already done all four. There'll be something coming up about those four too. Absolutely, they will be. Yes, yes. So this is a fun one for us. We'd like to think what you guys would come up with. Remember the parameters, right? So the first one would be Kiss Alive 2, the solo album's Dynasty. The next is Unmasked, music from the Elder Killers. Next, Creatures of Night, Lick It Up, Animalize. Next, Asylum, Crazy Nights, Smashes, Thrashes, and Hits. Next, Hot in the Shade, Revenge, and Carnival. And then end with Psycho Circus. Sonic Boom and Monster. What did you guys think of our picks? What did you guys think of our order? What would you guys pick? Love to hear it from you guys. This is a fun one. Absolutely. I think th- this was really fun 
for me, just as like a Kiss fan, going back and looking at these six things that we did together, which seems like a hundred years ago, and and reviewing them, recapping them, and ranking them, and and just getting into like an old fashioned discussion about the music. You know, it's not a review. It's it's not uh, you know a commentary or an interview or a top ten or it it's a it's a a retrospective, a discussion, a review, and every once in a while. These episodes are just so much fun because it's just a conversation about the band. It gets down to like the brass tacks of why we love the band and why we do the show. Yeah, that's why, you know, we could do a a podcast about men at work if we wanted to. Oh, yeah, that's next. Um, But we picked this band not because there's a lot of character and funny, fun parts about the band, but we actually like the music. Course, so it, yep. it makes for a fun discussion. So, with that being said, Tom, let's go to question of the week. All right, we got a question here from an old friend of the show, Javier Boaster. And his question is again, I love when I kind of bank these questions and kind of make them somewhat relative to the episode. So, I'm going to kind of paraphrase his question, and it's related to the five studio tracks that are on Kiss Alive 2 which is All-American Man, Rockin' in the USA, Larger Than Life, Rocket Ride in Any Way You Want It. Imagine that those were on the three studio albums that comprised the rest of Alive 2. Okay, so Destroy a Rock and Over and Love Gun. Where would those five songs, Imaginary, have fit if they were studio tracks? All right, All-American Man would in my mind go on rock and roll over okay same thing with larger than life uh rocket ride would be the only track i think that fits on destroyer and any way you want it and rock in the usa go on love gun because they remind me of that shit at the end uh then she kissed me okay so that's exactly why i don't think they would be on love gun <laughs> for me <laughs> For me, I th- for me, I think All American Man would definitely be on Rock and Roll Over. I think Rockin' in the USA would see this is tough because Rockin' in the USA is ridiculous, and so is any way you want it. I think any way you want it would go on Destroyer because there's so much weird experimental shit on there besides the rocking stuff like Detroit Rexy and God of Thunder. Rockin' in the USA, I think, would go on Love Gun as well. Uh, I think Larger Than Life would also go on Love Gun. Really? And Not Rock and Roll Over? That crunch and... No, like, I think that would go on Love Gun. And I think down, raw, rock song? Eh, I, yeah, I wouldn't argue either way. Okay. Maybe, maybe. I, I'd probably stick with Love Gun. Rocket Ride, I would love to see it on Destroyer. That's what I was thinking, yeah. Yeah, I, I, think, that's, I think that's what I would do. And I would put it on Destroyer, so... Yeah, I, 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 larger than life could easily go on, on, on. I think larger than life is probably the one song where it could probably go on any of them. I think Rocket Ride has its place. To me, All American Man, I think is like automatic love gun, but that's okay. See, for me, I think Destroyer is as close as a concept album. Yeah, and theme. Yep. I think you can put Rocket Ride in there. The music. Yeah. On side two, not side one. Yep. Side two is like Ace going nuts. I think it would work. Yeah. Um, and that's why I think any way you want it, and the other one could go on Love Gun, because Love Gun is a, a 
for me, Love Gun has got all it's all over the map a little. Okay, so you've got shit like Love Gun and I Stole Your Love, but then you got Almost Human, and you got Then She Kissed Me, and then you got Plaster Caster, three totally different sounding songs. And so those two can kind of go in there, I think, and just like, ah, yeah, that's kind of different. How just dare like, how how dare you treat Love Gun like a dumpster? Yeah, and the other like I just don't they don't fit in Destroyer, and Rock and Roll Over is straight rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. So I by default in to me, they go to Love Gun. You know what I was thinking when I was thinking of Larger Than Life on Love Gun? I think I was thinking of that heavy plotting, like the almost human type shit. So maybe you're right. Maybe it would make more sense. But on- it could. I mean, yeah. why not? I mean, think about the great fucking rock song. So almost Rocket Ride could go on Love Gun because you have I Stole Your Love, because you have Got Love for Sale. I mean, think about Got Love for Sale, that driving song. Yeah. could be Rocket Ride, too. But yeah. there's See- more variety on Love Gun. That's why yeah, I oh, yeah, those I other agree. ones could fit. You See, know, The but- thing about Larger Than Life going on Rock and Roll Over is, yeah, the crunch but I feel like it's too heavy for rock and roll over is everything is like you got like Mr. Speed and Colin Dr. Love. I mean, I know you got making love. I want you. But then you got baby driver hot. Like, I feel like large in life is like too heavy. Maybe you could even throw that on destroyer because it's, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But it's yeah. another it's another great conversation because, again, that's a great question. It's talking about the music. Exactly. Javier. Great question. Thanks, buddy. Tom, where can people find us? Always go to the website. That's the best place for everything. Shoutoutloudcast.com. That's where all our episodes are. You can check out all of our rankings. You can comment directly. And that's everything from the Shout Out Loudcast episodes to the ARC episodes. We just recently dropped the Winery Dogs episode, which was awesome. Sonny's pick. And, uh, of course, Zeppelin Chronicles and our Dome Damage episodes. And right there on the landing page, you can shop on our Amazon link. You can join our Patreon. You can buy merch. You can contact us directly. Everything, it's the best place for us, okay? Um, but you can also use our email, shoutoutloudcast at gmail.com. And, of course, our social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Tag us, comment, all that good stuff. Please be a part of the family. We say it every week. This show is for you, with you. Please stay engaged, stay involved. Uh, and, of course, we always like to tell people that we're part of the great Pantheon podcast network of shows. And again, another shout out to our Patreon family and another congrats to Paul Hader and his amazing love gun shirt. When you get that bad boy, I want to see a picture of a brother. Yes. Or you have to return it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Make sure you can DM us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Tom. Give us one of those five star child reviews. Those help us tremendously. So go on Apple Podcasts, give us five stars there, Facebook, uh, Spotify, wherever you can. They move us up the food chain. Uh, Tom Murray mentioned our Patreon family. As we say to people, if they really want to help the show, Patreon is the best way. Also, go to our Amazon store and our merch store. Purchase stuff from there. That's a huge help to us. That would be greatly appreciated. And remember, you can always email us at shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com, shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com. And Tom mentioned earlier the awesome website. Website has everything. So if you want to go back and look at our Real Kiss Alive 7, you can go to that episode. You can hit the spoilers thing, and both our 
uh, song choices came up. You can look at those there. Anything you can imagine, we have it there. And so uh, at this point now, we like to leave you with some famous last words. Do you have any, Tom? Oh, yeah. I got my reasons. The things I do are better left unsaid. I'm into pleasing. I do my talking with my hands instead. <laughs> Settle down, Paul. Fucking horrendous. Oh, how dare you? Oh, I love all American men. Oh, you love that song. So good. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I'll be there until the end. Count on me. You've always got a friend. Oh, no. I'll be the last when the others are passing you by. <laughs> Stand by my side. Horrendous. I'll be next to you, you. Just, you just called all American men horrendous and then sang stand. When you need me. Oh, you know what it's got it's got those two parts that i love of paul stanley paul does the when he begins his lyric and then gene right before he brings in he goes yeah i'm sorry but that song does not warrant a gene simmons oh yeah okay it's not there's no there's no there's no aggressive demon in that song i have liked some shit songs according to a lot of people I don't think any song I've ever liked on this show gets more abuse than me saying I like Stan. I don't know. You like We Are One, don't you? I don't mind it, but I don't go out for it. I think it's a, I think it's a nice Beatlesque yeah. type song. But I, I mean, I don't want him playing it live at the fucking of all the songs he could have played live on the Kiss Cruise. On the Kiss that Cruise. I mean, we're, all look, we're, we're all looking at each other like, oh, that's the deep cut. Oof. That's like getting like making out with fucking Giselle and then her taking a shit in your face as soon as you're done. Back like, oh, I got a shits. new kiss. I got a new kiss on. Oh, is this? <laughs> oh, I guess <laughs> I just ate some Ooh. green Ooh. wheat. <laughs> oh, hello, Tom. Are you done with the Buccaneers? Are you done with the playoffs? Like, I have to do, I have to make a poop. <laughs> We need to eat them in in go live like nature. Give me the bucket so I can take a shit in a bucket in the backyard, and then I fertilize our garden in the back. <laughs> this is why that guy. This is why he didn't retire. Now he's banging someone else. It's like twenty years younger than him. And Brady's like, dude, she's hot, but she makes me shit in a bucket and throw it in her fucking fertilize the garden in the back. She treats me like fucking Coco the gorilla. <laughs> What's up? What's up with the double zero? No, no, no! It's not a double zero. It's ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh, Har- Harambe. <laughs> Rest in peace, Harambe. Dude, Harambe got like thousands of votes in 2016. <laughs> didn't we, did, did, wait, didn't we do famous last words? How the fuck are we on Harambe now? <laughs> Oh, it's like photos of him on t-shirts and shit. <laughs> oh god all right uh, till next time peace out girl scout 
Good afternoon, Paradise. Hi, is uh, the Fat Muffin Man there? Excuse me? Yes, Fat Muffin Man is he in? Fat Muffin Man? Yeah. Well, hopefully that's not me. I'm the biggest one here. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.